The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. And welcome to episode 220, the 220 of Mexi Mind Matters, with your host with the most, the Mexican, coming to you live from the city of the Super Bowl, the city of the champs, the city of the greatest marathon in the history of marathons, Boston, Massachusetts. Mexi didn't have this planned. I did not realize that I would be staying in Boston the weekend right before Patriots Day, a.k.a. Boston Marathon Weekend. Good luck to everybody who's running the marathon tomorrow. This is a special episode of Mexi My Matters. Not because of the marathon. I realize that it may seem that way, but because of questions and follow-up that are that is needed based on the last episode from France. Because a lot has happened... In that week, or half a week, or whatever you want to want to call it, Mexi can apparently take a vacation to go to a wedding without people pissing him off. And for those who remember previous episodes about this, we are finally narrowing down the stalker slash badmouther that Mexi has. In his running community. But let me get to that. First, let's give a shout out to all the sponsors. Mexibite Matters has proud sponsors. Super Studio 253. Give them a call. 253-272-0700. Use promo code Mexi and they'll hook you up with your membership. Also... Hand and Stone Massage. They are also a proud sponsor of the Mixy My Matters podcast. Use the same promo code Mixy and save on your Swedish massage as well as your membership. And finally, but certainly not least, American National with my man Ramo. He'll hook you up. You get an umbrella policy. It covers everything. Guarantee it. Promo code Mexi. Same spiel. All three proud sponsors of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, let's get that done. Because we're about to start getting pissed and ranting. More rants, but this time merited. Because we have people in the running community, as I've said before, with hardly any reasoning or evidence whatsoever. Badmouthing the Mexi name. The Super Mex name. No, 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 no. The slogan, where there's a Mexican, there's a way, is there for a reason. Okay? Let me just throw that out there. So, as I mentioned before, because I've been asked a couple times, well, wait a minute, 
How do you know this is happening? How, Maxi, how are you finding this out? What goes on behind closed doors? Well, here's the thing. Like I said before, in 2017, this was initially brought up to my attention by the higher-ups of the Marathon Maniacs, a.k.a. all three. Now, at the time, I did not know that all three of them were at words with each other. Mainly, Steven and Chris weren't too happy that Tony was stealing money. But hey, that's no here, no there. The point is, I think, now that I went back and looked at the initial email that I was sent, it was sent from Chris's email. So, verbatim it says, Hey, it has been brought to our attention by people we hold respectable in the running community. First, that's the first version of what is about to ensue. So, supposedly... Now, mind you, in Marathon Maniacs, one has the option to put up his results. Okay? Now I understand why most people don't do it because this kind of bullshit happens. Now, mind you, at the time, I was an ambassador for these people. And I realized, A, they weren't upholding to what they said. I, I had not gotten a jacket. The poster had not arrived. Yeah, I had a discount, but I needed to be sent a code. It was a little fishy. And I wasn't the only ambassador who ran into this issue. Now, my results were up. So, someone, and this is the part that I understand, either A, they were lying about the someone, quote-unquote, and Chris himself was the one that initiated the whole thing, which is now what I firmly believe. Or, let's just say the few percentage of doubt, there is some person who somehow questioned the results I had online. So the email said, we've noticed some indiscrepancies in your results. Okay. At the time, only two were in question. My Birmingham race, which again, as I've explained multiple times, they didn't give me anything to put my bib on my shirt, so I had it in my jacket and it fell out. Hence, giving me a time way faster than I should have, I advised to them to fix it. They said they would. I don't know if they ever did because it was never fixed. I reached out to them a lot of times, never heard a response. Okay, I knew eventually I would have to redo Alabama once I found out that, you know, you need official results for 50 states. But hey, that was that. The other one was Vermont. And I had no idea what they were talking about at the time because I said, well, I have my results right here. What are you talking about? What do you mean these results are questionable and you can't verify them because they're not online? What? what? They're right here. Well, because we don't want to do an investigation, you know, we're, we're going to keep you as an inactive member. I don't even know what that means, but whatever. you want. I could care less. You want me to be an ambassador, that's fine. So, for the last couple years, they've been charging me my membership. But it turns out that behind closed doors, these people have been bad-mouthing me and researching my results. So, fast forward to present date. As I mentioned, the half-marathon owner-slash-member... Uh, head member Nicole was 
told, again, it has been brought to my attention. I don't know by who. Possibly Chris. I didn't even know if he was in the half marathon club. But hey, whether that was true or not, it was somehow brought to our attention that these results were questionable, quote unquote. That and the fact that I had a picture of my title belt, which I paid someone to make, not with the logo, again. They can use whatever picture they want on Google, not my issue. So I figured they were like probably going to kick me out undeservedly and again with no merit whatsoever. But hey, it's the Half Marathon Cup. We really were only there just to win the one specific award. And guess what? If you're not going to give it to me, I could just do what the other clubs are doing and just pay someone to do it for me. Okay? Because apparently getting titanium, you have to pay for the jacket. They embroid it. You still have to pay for these awards in order for you to get them, which is insane. But hey, whatever. Hence why the 50 State Club NDC... By far the better option. Nobody's going to give you grief. And the award is maybe $80. As opposed to joining at the last minute, paying $200. Or becoming a member ever since you got 10 states with the 50 state club. And then getting the award 10 years later. No. Sorry. Not economically feasible. But anyways. So... That was the initial story. But then when Nicole brought this up to my attention, I'm like, who are these people bad-mouthing me? Because I literally knew those two races, plus the Montana issue, where the race director believes the volunteer who missed somehow five people during the turnaround. Even though we have picked, I have pictures. Others, I don't know. I can't speak for the rest of the world. I have pictures. Anyway. After have to redo Montana possibly, whatever. One of the two exceptions. That in Louisiana, everything else has been redone. No big deal. Oh, no, no, no. Well, Nicole said, well, no, it's not just that. It's the, the head of Marathon Maniacs. So this Chris guy bad-mouthing me. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure Tony doesn't give two shits. As I asked him personally. And Steven, I can't really see him... Based on my conversations with Coach Super at Super Studios 53, he could really give two shits. So my money is still on this Chris guy, owner of Marathon Maniacs, supposedly. And now apparently the 50 State Club, their guy did some research. And I'm like, their guy? Who the fuck is their guy? No name was given. Had to find out, again, through my connections... It's this Steve Boone character. You know, the guy I discovered is the old white dude who I've caught myself cheating at some races. Now, mind you, he still finishes in five and a half, six hours, but he's still cutting the course. So he's one of the when I found out he was one of the head people in the 50 state club. I'm like, no, I, I, I can't even join this on on principle alone. That and the fact that they still have Larry Macon as a club member and he's on video cutting courses. I mean, the hypocrisy, I couldn't handle it. So, this Steve Boone character supposedly told Nicole that he did some research as well. Now, mind you, this supposedly, quote-unquote, was brought to her attention 
by someone. Now we have multiple people. Whatever. So Steve Wynn did some research. I don't know how. Because again, my Marathon Maniac page was down. After they inactively had me as a member. So somebody had to have screenshot those results. And somehow passed them on to the 50 State Club. A.K.A. somebody who has the ability to still do that even though it's inactive. A.K.A. this guy Chris. So Steve Moon did some extra research based off of that. And mind you, I only gave them when I applied and they turned me down. A list of 10 marathons. None of which had Birmingham or Vermont on there. So, again, clearly somebody had to have fed him the information. So he looks up some results. And now, into question are my Texas race at the Grasslands Marathon. My New Jersey race. Um, and then somehow my Kansas race. Okay. And also another race, which was called the Instep Something Marathon. I don't even know. In 2016, I didn't even run that marathon. So now we're questioning races I haven't even done. Instep Marathon? What the fuck is that? In 2016, I can assure you these are the races I did in 2016. Um... Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Atlanta, Georgia, Cleveland, Ohio, Massachusetts, you know, the Hyannis Marathon, Washington, D.C., Texas, Oklahoma, then fast forward to the Dublin Half Marathon in Ohio, and Berlin, my Ironman Monster Smash in Delaware and Jersey and New Hampshire. So which one of those is the instep marathon? I don't fucking know. But supposedly I ran a lap too fast. Ooh, the last lap was ran too fast. Fuck. Now we're arguing races I haven't even done. So what the fuck is going on? If that's not shadiness, I don't know what is. But anyways, the New Jersey marathon and, and the thing is there's no video evidence that they're providing. There's no photographic evidence. They say there's witnesses. But again, that was the first story from Chris that people told me. Okay, uh, people who looked at results and said, oh, these are kind of questionable. That's not enough evidence to say, oh, this didn't happen. Now you're telling me, oh, I ran races I did not run. Because I can assure you I have never ran an instep marathon. Two. Now we have witnesses who somehow identified me as a 50 stater. Which I wasn't. Or a marathon maniac. Which unless they asked they wouldn't know. So. Somehow. And this is the arguments made. So again. The evidence provided me to me by Nicole. Was basically forwards of emails that they sent to her so this Steve Boone guy aka I like to cut courses but let me question everybody else had to have looked through the results that somehow somebody forwarded him 
because there's no way he has access. We're not face. We're not Facebook friends. When I don't follow him, he doesn't follow me. He somehow had to have either gotten my whole list of results or just looked me up like a stalker. So he somehow identified. Well, which ones are his fastest? Okay, well these are right here. Okay, let's question them. So the grassland, he goes. Well, the first half of the race, he ran in over two hours. And then the second half of the race, he ran an hour and a half. Yeah, um, that's called a technique that I have mastered to this point. Again, where does the Mexican there's a way? If you have, especially when it's a trail, I like to walk slash almost walk because it's like a very slow pace like a 15 minute mile with your both feet off the ground and then towards the end just book it especially if I have a back-to-back on top of that I tend to run one race of the two way slower than the other to conserve energy case in point I believe on that one I ran that marathon fast coasted the Oklahoma run same thing with Hartford and Rhode Island in 2015. I ran Hartford kind of fast and definitely faster than Rhode Island. Mississippi, Alabama, same thing. Mississippi was slower, had a slower time. Alabama, even though my bib fell off and I didn't record an actual, you know, official, you know, official time, it was still faster than Mississippi. So, this is a technique, again, mastered. Bear Lake, same concept. I basically almost walk the first race and then ran the second. Because at this point, I'm like, you know what? Everybody's walking. Let's just walk Idaho because it's hot as fuck. And then let's just coast the second race, which was way flatter. Let's run the second. Done. So, again, he's saying... There is no way he would have had... Nobody has a faster time on the trail in the second half of a race versus the first. It's impossible. That's his argument. No actual evidence. No video. No hearsay. The race results still have me up. And he even puts it on there. These results were not questioned because he finished in a four hours and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm sorry. So nobody's questioning these results but you. That's what you're saying. That, on top of that, it was over four hours. So you're questioning the result that was four hours? Get the fuck out of here. Then he questions the Jersey one. New Jersey. He hit every timing mat. Oh, I'm sorry. So wait a minute. I hit every timing mat and you're still BSing me. But, uh, from mile 21 to mile 24... He ran a six, seven minute mile. What? So, I'm sorry. How did you calculate that? Because based on the splits, okay, you may have come to that conclusion. I don't even remember that part. I'm pretty sure I know I can run a six, seven minute mile because my fastest is a little under six. I was in excellent shape back then. But I really didn't care because I don't want to have a watch. So I couldn't tell you if that's true or not. 
but based on the timing mats, I'm assuming that's true. Well, that is impossible. Okay. Um, I hit every timing mat, so what's the issue? Well, he had to have done something. It's it's right after an out and back. He had to have cut the course. I'm sorry. So now we're supposedly coming to the conclusion that I may have cut the course in the middle of a busy marathon. So, and this is what drives me nuts. These people purposely are running races that either have no time limit. Hell, a, a marathon maniac slash 50 stater is the one who created the Bear Lakes because it was so hard for them to get Idaho, Wyoming in as a 50 stater, even though there's plenty of options for you to do so. We have other members who are videoing, who have been caught on video cutting courses and have times where they're in two states at the same fucking time. But you're telling me it is possible that during a busy marathon, because Atlantic, uh, Atlantic, uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey, if you've ever run that race, it's, it's not a big race for say, it's not Philly, it's not LA, but there's a lot of people there. So you're telling me on the out and back course with time mats, I somehow managed to pull off the impossible without anybody seeing. What seems more plausible there, Steve? Let's come the fuck down. So that's in question. Then Kansas City, this is where it gets even more ridiculous. I looked it up and he missed two timing mats. Uh, Kansas City was a trail. There was no timing mats whatsoever the entire race. I can assure you because I have pictures of every mile and every turnaround. So when you say at mile 19, he missed the timing mat. And I go back to my pictures. I look at mile 19 and I'm like, uh, what timing mat are we talking about? There's, there's nothing on the ground. Except the sign that says mile 19. This was back in 2015, ladies and gentlemen. So either A, they put timing mats after the fact, or B, he's full of shit. But again, he had no idea I ran that race unless somebody forwarded the results. Hey, then the instep marathon, same concept. He's basically saying, oh yeah, he ran a lap slower than the rest of the race. I'm sorry. Um, so I don't know what race this is that you supposedly have me competing in, but let's just assume a race had laps. Unless they're equal laps, that is possible. If a final lap is three miles and the laps before were, I don't know, eight, six, seven, yeah. It is possible that you would have a last lap a little bit faster than the rest of the laps. Again, I don't know because I never ran the race. So I have no idea if they're equal or not. But I'm just saying, based on that, that's nonsense. Hearsay. Are you, are you seriously saying you who cut courses and finish in a slower time are questioning the fact that I have fast races? And ironically, it's questioning. he's questioning all the fast ones. Oh, wait. Except he's not questioning Columbus, where I ran a 4.11. He's also not questioning Bear Lake, 
part two why I ran a 406. So he's questioning some, but not all of them. Hmm, interesting. So, we got timing mats that don't exist. And I'm like, really, Steve, you expect me to tell me that in the month and a half it took you to deny my application, you somehow came to all this conclusion, while still also coming to the conclusion of, hey, Birmingham and Vermont. Now, the funny part is, in Chris's email, he says, I looked it up, and I could see he missed two timing mats, but then when I went back, his times were gone. So, wait a minute. Let's get this straight, Chris. You told me, somebody told you, so now you looked it up, you found out on your own. Okay, different story, but all right. Then, it was on the results, but then it wasn't. So by the time this was brought up to me, summer of 17, mind you, as I stated previously, and the race was in May of that year, so three months after the fact, I already knew my results were still there, but you were claiming they weren't, so you couldn't verify it, but somehow... Now you're telling Nicole that you were able to see him from the get-go, and then they magically disappear. Huh, interesting. And then, of course, the Montana race director, who was the third email, were like, well, I mean, my vol- I, checked, I checked with all the volunteers, and yeah, okay, so these Asian people you hired are very truthful in the fact that one of them missed five people. Because I can show you the email where he messaged all five of us, and I was the only one that actually responded and said, no, I have photographic evidence that I did this turnaround. Hmm. Interesting. So, basically, all I'm boiling down to is they're questioning stuff that shouldn't be questioned because you have no evidence other than, there's no way he would have done this. Yeah. That's called where there's a Mexican, there's a motherfucking way, motherfucker. And in case you haven't listened to the previous 219 podcast, yeah, 2020 is telling you where there's a Mexican, there's a goddamn way. So now that we've identified the people that badmouth me, now we can shut them up. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the podcast because now they will pay for their badmouthing. And now that we know that it's those two individuals that are working in coercion, we know how to stop it. Case in point, now, in case there's still a whistleblower out there, because, you know, even though they said somebody told them, I'm basically sure that they didn't. But just to be safe, if you were unfriended by me on social media because we haven't technically met, but you're a maniac or a fellow runner, don't take it personally. It's their fault, okay? Because I can't trust you not to be the bad mouther. So I'm going to keep doing me, as Coach Super so adequately put it. And that's it. I still am the first Mexican to finish all 50 states. I'm the first Mexican to finish all 50 states and all six majors. And I'm also number... 270 when it comes to getting titanium so don't be jelly because i do things faster than you okay i actually participate in official marathons where we have actual cutoff times and i've never missed a cutoff time another thing i'm very proud of unlike people like larry bacon who may give you money and you don't boot out because they have video evidence that they're cheating but at least 
I'm not running ma- mainly marathons where there's no time limit and you can start whenever you fucking want. Or any back-to-back marathons where, again, no time limit, no timing mats whatsoever. So, with that being said, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast as a follow-up to the last podcast. Good luck to everybody running tomorrow. We're live from Boston. And we got some more follow-ups to do because we're going to do one about work and we'll get to that one this Thursday. Check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. All the episodes are there. Review, subscribe, rate the podcast. Also, check us out on social media, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. And as always, as these people don't tend to understand, where there's a Mexican, there's a goddamn way. Until next time.